Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Barb Knows Best, the podcast. It's a great day to be here sitting across from you, my mom, Barbara, and it is me, Michelle. And we're back for another riveting, rip-roaring conversation about life. Aren't we, mom? We sure are. Hi, Michelle. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. You know, it, what, what I was thinking about when I came here today, I thought, life Life is unending with things for us to talk about. Like there is never something, there's never nothing for us to talk about. You and I are talking constantly and there's never, there's never a time where we come to the podcast to record and say, oh my gosh, what are we going to talk about today? Life is full of surprises and opportunities. So hi everyone. I'm happy to be here. Life always provides the content that we need. I love what you said yesterday to me. Maybe open up with that. Do you remember? You're going to need to remind me. Oh my goodness. We have so many conversations, it's hard to know which one exactly you're talking about, ma'am. You said to me, because I've been on a trip, I went on a trip for a week. We were talking about certain things that we'll get into a little bit today, but you said to me, mom, life is working out for you. Hmm. Never forget that life is working out for you. I tell myself every day, this is what you said, life is working out for me. So I think that's a really beautiful way to start this conversation because it helped me like just that mind shift, just that thought life is working out for me. Yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I did say that to her because she was going into a challenging conversation that she had some intentions for and really required a steady mind, stable mind. And so I was trying to help her. But um, And I think if I could interrupt just for a second, I think that that's the way life is every day. We're always going into life, whether it's with family, with friends, with work, whatever we are doing, we are always going into situations where if we're feeling a little bit nervous or we're feeling a little bit scared, if we could just understand that, if we just be who we are and not try to change the other person or not trying to prove our point or whatever it is, you know, that we can understand a little bit deeper and we'll get into this today. I know, but I'm really excited about this conversation because I think it's really, it's really important coming off of several year pandemic and how do we start to do things differently? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know I took us down that path already. So here she, I said. She throws me curveballs and I, I just have to lob them out of the park somehow. Michelle, I set you up. You just never know what you're going to get from nope. this one over here. I teed you up. Now go for it. So we are still easing into a new year and 
I've been marinating, and I think we teased this last episode, but I've been marinating in a a different way of thinking or a different intention for this year, almost as an experiment. And I kind of unpacked a little bit of this um, towards the end of last year and just really kind of went into 2023 with um, this thinking of like, what we're going to talk about today. And I thought that it would be fun to chat about it, which I know is so vague. Like that was just word salad, meant nothing. I didn't even know what you meant. And I'm I'm part of the conversation. I I want to talk about a new mindset that that I'm going into this year with, even though um, we talk about that often, about mindsets. I don't know. It, we're going to have a chat about something. <laughs> well, I think what happened here's, you know, I think, I think it really ties into being in a pandemic. And even though we weren't all locked down during that whole pandemic, wherever you were in the world, wherever you were in yourself during the whole time that COVID started, COVID was working through all of us, COVID, whatever it is, it was a sense of doom and gloom and oh my gosh, we're alone. There was a sense of something that we've never experienced before. So it really took all of our energy and all of our power to be able to withstand it. How can we just understand it? I mean, I didn't even understand it when I first heard we were going to be locked down or that we weren't going to be able to be going out and everything was canceled. I remember thinking, okay, so that'll be like a week or maybe that'll be a month, but it's not going to be all these, all these days, all these months and all these years that people are saying. So I think most of us didn't really know what to expect, obviously, because we've never been through something like this. So here we are now in 2023. And I remember saying to you months ago, Michelle, my word for 2023 and my life for 2023 is new. Mm -hmm. It has to be different than what it's been. I've experienced all this trauma and suffering and sadness and all the things that most everyone on the planet has been through to varying degrees. Obviously, I don't want to take away from people that have suffered greatly, but it's, it's been hard. And I thought, I'm not going to, I have the power. And I think I really wanted to tap into my own strength and my own power and my own ability to be able to create the life that I want to create or create the day that I want to create, regardless of what's happening in the outside world, which is what we talk about. We have no control over anything happening in the outside world. We only have control over how we react or how we respond. So I was adamant months ago that this was not going to be the same year, 2023, no matter what was happening. And now that the there's variants now and COVID is surging again across the world and all of the things, which is something to take note of. I'm not, I'm certainly not making anything light of that, but how do we now incorporate that into our lives and do make something new out of it? Like change our perspective, do something differently. And what's been coming up for me almost every single day when I come out of my meditation, I started my day. I meditate every morning. When I come out of my meditation, it's almost this Einstein quote, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And I'm like, I'm not going to do the same thing, thinking that it's going to be different this time because I'm the one that has to make the difference. I'm the one that has to change my thought process. I'm the one that has to change my attitude. I'm the one that has to change how I'm going to see things, how I'm going to view things. So yeah, you have to be different if you want things to be different. Exactly. It's not going to change if I don't take the steps 
And even like we talk about, even if it's just one baby step, I have to take a step forward differently. Yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, So like I was saying, towards the end of last year, I was on TikTok, actually, and um, there's a TikTok trend going on called Lucky Girl Syndrome. And, you know, there's a lot of self-help manifestation, psychic side of TikTok that you always have to take with a grain of salt. And, you know, obviously don't take your mental health advice from TikTok. But, you know, I, I came across a video that was talking about this lucky girl syndrome and it just, it caught my eye or my ears or my soul. And um, it just was talking about like the concept of what, what would life be like if you just assumed that you were the luckiest person on the planet and like you said, that everything is is working out for you and everything is in your favor and everything is happening for you in life. And this is not a new concept at all. This is like law of attraction, law of assumption, the secret, manifestation, all of that, you know, attract it to be it kind of topics, even affirmations like we talk about mindset shifts, all of that, everything. But the way that it was just presented in this way of like lucky girl syndrome was just like, oh, that's kind of cute and that's kind of fun. And maybe I can adapt that because I think we all want to feel like our lives have meaning, of course, but that we're capable and able of creating a life that we want to have with feelings and elements that we want to feel and experience. And it doesn't always feel accessible for most of us. And there's certainly a lot of criticism, rightfully so, about some of these law of attraction, manifestation, the secret, et cetera, concepts, because it doesn't always take into effect or account, you know, inequality, you know, systems that set certain people up to fail, et cetera, et cetera. So there's always criticisms of it. But when I saw this TikTok of the lucky girl stuff and just like, what if you were just delusional to the degree that like you could block out everything else in your life and just assume that life is just working for you. And I think why it struck me at this moment in time in my life is just that when I saw it, I'm like, well, why not just try that? I've done a lot of other work on myself and introspection and therapy and unpacking and healing and awareness and meditation and journaling. And it's served me greatly, of course. And in this period of like growth in my life, I'm like, what would happen for me if I just for this year, and we'll see, adopt that mindset that I'm the luckiest person in the world and just see what happens. Like I I really walked into it as an experiment. You know, I see all these TikTok and it's a trend. I think there's like 80 million or some sort of wild number. If you go to like hashtag lucky girl syndrome on TikTok, it's like people are just, it's everywhere. And you know, you see people like this changed my life. This changed my life. I'm like, well, let's see what it could do for me. And I, after I saw it, I, 
I went to you and I was like, what do you think about this? I want to, I think I'm going to try this. And you're like, I like it too. I'm like, let's be delusional in 2023. (laughs) So Outside of our own personal words, my word is fun, your word is new. We're also delusional in 2023. And that's what I wanted to talk about today, like what this looks like for us, how this mindset is integrating for us and just grounding it in a way that is meaningful for us and like, you know, how we grapple with these concepts in like the Barb Knows Best sphere. And I think what's so cool about this, Michelle, when you came to me with this idea, so I absolutely like with no question whatsoever had decided within myself. And this is what I I think this whole episode is about, like tapping into the power that you have, like empowering yourself that you have every right, you have the worthiness, you have the ability to just like believe and tap into yourself. So I absolutely decided that I am not, I am not going into another year the same. 2023 was going to be different. I was going to somehow shift. And so when you brought this idea to me, the first thing that I thought of, so I'm a, I'm a girl that's a product of the sixties. I'm a sixties girl. So the, 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 um, equality revolution, the, all of those things were going on. And I remember I loved, love, love listening to Martin Luther King Jr. And so All of that was happening in the 60s, and I was so enthralled with his determination and his beliefs. And I remember when he said this, if you can dream it, if you believe it, you can see it. I just, I kind of probably, um, you know, paraphrased it and put that in my own words, but that's the way that I've heard it, and that's the way that I've used it my whole life. And when you said lucky girl syndrome, be delusional, that's what Martin Luther King Jr. That's that's he rallied millions of people to equality, to doing what was right back in the 60s and beyond. So when you said that, I thought, wow, I already know this. That's why I thought that that was so cool. It doesn't matter what it's titled, but it matters that we start to believe if we can dream it, if we can believe it, we will see it. And I have known this my whole adult life, even my childhood life following him and listening to him speak in the 60s. So it really matters. We talk so much about the mind and the mind being everything and, you know, what we think we believe and what we believe we become and all the things. It's, it's, we're saying nothing new. It's in every single ancient text. It's in all of the great spiritual teachers. It's in all the great, amazing teachers throughout the world. They all say the same thing. What we think is what we believe than what we become. So really what we think we become. So when you said that, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm in Mm -hmm. because I'm starting 2023 new, but I've been, I've, I grew up on this whole belief that if you can dream it and you believe it, you can become it. So I'm really, really excited about 2023 and excited to have this conversation today because I think we could all maybe sit for a second and ask ourselves, what could we believe in that's new? Because new is my word for 2023. Like, what? how can it be different than what it's been for the past several years? And really, if we just sit with that question, if you get nothing else out of this episode, I believe strongly if people just sit with that question, what could I believe or do that's new? What would be my dream? And then what do I believe? And then ultimately I will become. Because every, when you said to me yesterday, Michelle, when you said, you know, that life is working out for me, it's the same. 
if I believe in myself, I believe in life and I'm not trying to change people, you know, not to change, change situations. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to honor who I am and what's happening for me, but it means that I honor all of that. And then I think, okay, now what can I do about it? Or how can I be like, how can I really show up today believing so strongly in myself and life that it will all be okay, no matter what. And that I'm, there's a, there's a passage that I use a lot in my meditation and it, it, it's really long, but it, one of the gist of it is that I will have everything that I need to bear the suffering and have the strength to get through the suffering or the pain that we might be going through, or I will be guided somewhere else. So like, there's always, we're always going to, you know, there's always pain and suffering and joy and freedom. It kind of goes hand in hand for me. I started to believe all, I mean, I believe it anyway, but sometimes we get stuck in ruts, which I feel like possibly for me, it's true with what's been happening for me the past couple of years. But I think it's true for many of us, many people that you and I've talked to Michelle, that this has been a rut. The past few years has been very, very, very difficult and painful. And so now if we want to really own who we are and the life that we want to live, what can we do that's new? What can we do that's new? And don't be afraid to try whatever that comes up for you. That is, that's the crux of it all, really. I always like the, um, I think about this quote often throughout my life. If you do what you've always done, you get what you've always gotten. I can't remember. Who no, that's that. good. I um, like that. And I think like you, obviously we have similar circumstances because our lives intertwine because you're my mom, but we also have different life circumstances because we're our own people and have our own things going on. And um, I think that for me, it's like, what can I try that could bring, a, bring forth something different? My life over the past few years has had its ups and downs and difficulties, just like you were saying. And it's like, for whatever reason, towards the end of last year and starting off this year, it's like there's a different energy and it's like, let's capitalize on this new and really just go for something different because why not? You never know what could be at the other side of a new endeavor. And my word is fun. I'm like, it's kind of fun to think about living life in a different way. And this lucky girl syndrome, delusional life is working out for me is definitely a different way of, for me of living. I tend to historically um, overanalyze, overthink, obviously people please, um, mostly care about what other people are thinking of me or perceiving me as. Um, and also, as someone who is empathetic and would probably label themselves as an empath, I've found that it's really easy for me to be so empathetic that I can see someone else's lived experience or read about someone else's struggles or stories or watch you, mom, like you're having a difficult time in life with certain relationships and then place almost like I it's like I walk in someone else's shoes too much to where I like take on whatever feeling that that person must be feeling and kind of make it my own and I think for me that's what's 
been my right um, because I can have empathy for you and compassion for you and truly understand a difficult situation, but I don't need to put myself in it as if it's my lived experience and take my emotions and feelings there. So I've noticed for me, I like every time a, you know, tragedy happens or something difficult happens or whatever in the world, I would get so wrapped up in it that it would take me out. And then I would have to work really, really hard to get myself back into a place of like stability to feel like I'm like in my own life again to, to then do whatever I need to do. Even like sad animal TikToks or sad animal videos. Like I would get taken out by that. Cause I just, it's like, but I'm like, that's not my current reality. My current reality right now is I'm sitting across the table from you. And like we say, like in this moment, all is well. But if I start to think about all of the, the terrible that's happening outside of this room that we're sitting in, which was my mindset, I would be so down and doom and gloom and depressed and like overwhelmed and just stuck. So that's why for me, this mindset is so different because I'm really having to work it because my main gear in my mind has always been to be that way, to think about all the things and all the sadness and all the difficulty that could be happening in this moment rather than like what's happening in my reality. Um, And that's also why it's like fun for me to think about this new way of living because it can also be both. I'm not saying that we should all adopt this mindset to kind of say F everybody else. I don't care. I don't care about what's going on. And that is a common critique of some of this spiritual self-help world is that it becomes too individualistic and not caring about the community or the whole. I think it's becoming both with boundaries. You know, I can still be empathetic and caring and concerned about whatever thing is going on while not placing myself in it and staying centered in myself so that I can also be focused on my life and where my path is going. That's so beautifully said, Michelle, because I think you are an empath. I want to acknowledge that you are an empath. I've watched you. I know you. Can we, can I interrupt you for one second? Sure. Can you just describe what an empath is? Because I think it's also a buzzy word that gets used a lot and maybe people are like, okay, that's just a word that they're saying. Can you just explain it for people? And I think, I think you, you really did walk us through how you feel about it. So I think you did a good job, but an empath is someone who takes on the feeling like you actually do. I don't, I don't know if you can actually walk in someone else's shoes, but I think an empath comes closest to that. So I, this will be my take on watching you for the past 37 years of what an empath is. And for me, an empath is someone who takes on the feelings of someone else or the sorrow or the sadness or the kind of, kind of starts to become responsible. You take it on as your own. And then what happens is the feelings of that over are overwhelming because you actually take on their pain. You take on their suffering. And so the feelings of taking on someone else's suffering is overwhelming. So it's really, really, really difficult for you to take a step forward in your own life. And so what has to happen is we, we can't take on the feelings and the suffering and the pain and the sadness of someone else. We ha- you said it beautifully, Michelle. We have to have a little bit of a wall there. We have to have a boundary because we aren't that person. We're taking it on as we are. We're not taking it on as they are. 
And so if we take on their pain and suffering and we take on their sadness, we become paralyzed or we become immobilized. We become incapable then of living our lives, which living our lives to the fullest and doing all the things that we need to do is what's going to help other people. Certainly it's going to help ourselves, obviously, but ultimately we're here to also help the whole. And so when you become an empath to the degree that you are taking on other people's suffering, you become incapable actually of being able to live your own, the own, your own reality of your own life, your own feelings. It's hard to separate what you're feeling and what someone else is feeling. That's my take on it. Whoever studies empath out there, maybe you have some other ideas with that. Please let us know. But that's been my take on it. And I think what has helped me the most, because I care deeply for people and their suffering. And so what has helped me the most to keep a little bit of a space or a little bit of a boundary, because I think I'm somewhat of an empath, but not like not, not a true empath like you are. I care deeply, but I have a little bit of a boundary. And I think what's helped me with that is that no matter who we are, no matter who we are, but varying degrees, obviously, life is going to put us through hell and back sometimes. We cannot escape that. There is no one on the planet in life that can escape what life can put us through. And so when I think about that, okay, this person is going through some really real pain and suffering. How can I be of service or how can I help or what in this moment could I do instead of taking on their pain and suffering and getting sad? And I'm not saying I don't get sad. Sometimes I get very sad. But I think it's it's like, how can we start to be able to have a deep appreciation for and understanding for and caring for the pain and suffering of the world and the pain and suffering of other people, but also stay in our own skin and also stay in our own lives. And I think that's why I love what you said to me yesterday. Life is working out for me. So life is not sending me to go join that other person in their suffering and their pain. It's asking me to stay strong in who I am. And now what can I do? And am I even supposed to do anything? Maybe the only thing I'm supposed to do is say, I'm here. I'm here in my own skin. I'm here in my own soul. I'm here in my own deep caring and love. What can I do without taking on their issues or their, their suffering or their pain? And I think it's hard. But I wanted to say one other thing that came up for me when you were talking is you and I are both major trauma survivors. Major. So I think we've gone through, and, and I'm not like anyone else in the, in the world. I'm not trying to separate us, but I just know for me and for you, we've had a lot of trauma. You've had a lot of trauma in your short little 37 years. And I've had a lot of trauma in my short little 66 years. So I've had a lot of trauma. And I think the thing that your therapist has said that has always struck me and lived with me and that I love so very, very much is she says trauma scatters the brain. Mm-hmm. So if anyone out there is listening to this, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I just said something. I just did something yesterday that was not okay. I mean, I've been doing that for the past year. And it's taken me now as I decided that I'm going into 2023 new to understand that I'm a trauma survivor. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to be triggered. It doesn't mean that my trauma ever goes away completely. It goes away to the point that I can live my life successfully or I can live my life fully. But it can always rear its ugly head throughout life. I think if we can kind of get comfortable with the fact that we're not trying to heal completely and never have it come up again from trauma, 
I'm trying to heal to the point where I can actually live fully and be happy and healthy and loving and kind. And I believe that that has happened for me in my life. And that's why I share everything that I share with everyone. And that's why Michelle and I do this podcast. But I also know what is true. That something, if I'm going through a really, really bad time and a really hard time and I can't make sense of it and it's really hard and sad and painful, that that trauma can get triggered at whatever level. I don't even know what it is anymore. And I don't even think that I need to know. I just know from what your therapist said and has said, trauma scatters the brain. So I think if anyone is feeling like your brain has been scattered, my brain has certainly been scattered for the past, at least the past six or eight months, but I would have to say probably for the past year. Wow. That it's normal. It, there's nothing wrong with you. And just to own that and say, okay, trauma scattering my brain. Now what can I do next is really important. And what I've tried to do now, what I do, and I tried to do it before, but it was really hard because my brain just was really so scattered. It just wanted to keep thinking and going down these rabbit holes. But what's happening now as we approach the end of 2022 is that I, I want to do something different. I can dream it. I believe it. And I'm going to see it for 2023. So I'm taking it slow and easy. When my brain feels scattered, I stop. I don't talk to anyone. I don't try to plan. I don't allow the brain to tell me, oh, Barb, if you did this one thing differently, it'll be so much better. I just stop and I take a break. So being okay with what's happening for you in the moment, giving yourself a break, understanding that life is working for me. Life is working out the way that it is supposed to unfold and it does this for everyone, I think has given me a lot of hope back. I had lost some of my hope and my faith. And it's been wonderful to see how it unfolds in this way of not trying to change other people and trying to change life, but actually changing myself and my reactions and my actions and my behaviors toward it. That was a long, that was a long thing, but I asked for a uh, you did. description of empathy. You got it. And you got it. it. You got it. We're back. You got but it. We have to that was really nice. Thank we have to be that. grounded in who we are. So an empath can't take on the feelings of other people. No, how you explained it was great. We'll link. I have another article that if you want to read more about what empaths are, we'll link it in the show notes, but that was a perfect, that's, that's how I feel. Um, can I interrupt you for a second? Because I got it from you. I really want to honor you in this moment because you have been an amazing teacher for me always, but especially this past six months, this past year, you're always asking me, mom, how does it make you feel? So if you're an empath, how does it make you feel? And probably the answer is going to be sad, depressed, lonely. Like I want to fix, I want to change, I want to help, I want to so how does it make you feel? And sometimes I bypass my feelings, even though I feel them, but I go, okay, I'm good. You know, I'm this one really strong, stoic person a lot. Yeah. And you're always bringing me back to, and I think you do that for yourself when you're an empath, which you are. I think you say, well, wait, how am I feeling right now? You know, and, and bringing yourself back to reality of how are you feeling and what is yours to take on? Yeah, that's an important piece of it for sure. And while you were talking about that, there is a distinction too in this conversation between empathy, compassion, understanding, and, you know, the feelings that come along with 
being present to the difficulties of our own lives and for the people around us and actually having mental health issues like anxiety and depression because, and I think this is why even this concept wasn't accessible for me maybe two or three years ago because I've been on my own mental health journey and experiencing depression and things like that. And when you're in those waves, a lot of this isn't accessible. And I think that's why sometimes we have to ride our waves of life and and understand the seasons and know that there's seasons and not judge the seasons and just kind of take in whatever a season is trying to teach us. Because I can think back to a couple of years ago when I was in a more depressed state and I would probably have seen this TikTok and been like, this is garbage. Like who can do this? This isn't even possible. And so that's why understanding our seasons of life is important. And just, and that's why for me, when I saw it now, I'm in a different mindset. I'm also medicated. (laughs) It's more accessible to me to be able to say like, this is possible for me. And that's why it felt new and fun where I'm like, okay, let's play play around with the possibilities of life and like see what my life could actually be in this fun era. And I think you always say you've been, for me, you're the queen of choosing a word for the year and how powerful that has been over the, over the past decade for the two of us and you even longer probably. That word is powerful. Like new is my word. Fun is your word. So I can really understand why this TikTok phenomena or or craze is really speaking to you because it's fun. When you were explaining to me, it's fun. And I think what happens when you actually can buy into something, when you actually can feel it, that's why when you say, how does it make you feel? I think it really matters. So for me, it's, and I agree. Thank you so much for saying what you said because- you were, you were, it was that way. And I, I would have to say this year has been a really difficult, depressing year for me too. I, I have really, I said to someone recently, I literally almost lost my mind this year. And I'm a, I call myself a mind expert because I am an expert of the mind. I know what to do. I know the power of the mind. I know how to do all of this. I know what to do when I know the affirmations, I know the meditation, I know the mindfulness, I know the power of all of that. But this, this trauma that scattered my brain this year, I literally said to myself a couple of times, I think I might lose my mind. Mm -hmm. And I know you said you're not losing your mind. And I know the therapist said to me, you know, trauma scatters the brain, but I truly thought this could be it. I could lose my mind this year because I'm so fascinated. I'm just, I love the mind so much. So I was very fearful this year that I could actually lose my mind. So when you, I think what I want to share with people is what you said too, Michelle, so beautifully that we go through these phases, these seasons. I love that you said that. And we've all been in whatever season that we're in. We've all been in whatever phase that we're feeling and just, just honor it and be okay with it, knowing that we're not talking about the real, we're not talking about the situations where, where it's not healthy or it's not safe, where you, you may need help because I did reach out for massive help 
this year. So I, I, I think it's really trying to know and having someone that cares about you or that you can trust who won't abandon you, who will actually sit and listen to you and care about your feelings and be there for you and not try to assert their own power over you or their own feelings. How could you dare do this to me? Or, you know, whatever it is that we've been through over the past year and really just really honoring that. So I think being patient, I had almost, almost I, like my hope was on a thread. <laughs> I think you said to me this year, mom, the foundation of your life has been hope. You talk about this as a little girl. You can't give up hope now that you're turning 66 years old. So I think if even if you have a little thread of hope, a little thread of faith, you can, you can get to the other side with help, not being afraid to ask for help and not giving up on yourself. And I think what has happened for me in the past month, I would say since we started the new year especially, is I am determined for the new, but I'm also really using my power not to give up and go back into old patterns because my right. brain, my brain wants me to. Well, that's the key right there. Your brain, our brains are, I mean, going back to like one of our first episodes with the grooves in our brain and the habits of our brain and how our brains are wired. You know, if you've been thinking a certain way your whole life, those grooves are pretty deep. And so that's kind of why this, experiment for me felt fun because it's like a challenge because I'm my the grooves in my brain are so deep of like thinking in the ways that we've discussed already on this in this episode so it's like oh this is going to be a challenge because I am so not used to thinking this way and like it just kind of felt like all right I'm up for the challenge right now in this year and that's also to the point that we were just making I think sometimes when people criticize some of these practices and, and mindset shifts as like spiritual bypassing or um, toxic positivity, because when I was deeply in a depressed state, me saying to myself, I'm the luckiest girl in the world, just saying it to myself like that, that would be a bypassing and toxic positivity because that was not my reality. My, it was just me telling myself that to get myself through it. And it wasn't something that I could actually latch onto and believe. And I wasn't in that season of life where that was something that I could latch onto. And I, it, it wasn't a, not that it wasn't applicable to me. It just wasn't something that I was in a season for. And if I had tried to just force that, I think it would feel different than how I'm, how we're talking about it now, where, you know, it's a fun season to just try a new mindset because life is, is presenting it this way in this new energy of this new year. Um, and that's kind of the difference for me and why it just feels like more aligned and not just like bypassing and just being like, oh, F everything. I'm going <laughs> to be delusional in an unaligned way. Beautifully said, Michelle. And I think allowing life, what I feel, I love also if you can have, if you can have a person that you can share this stuff with, I think it matters that you and I have this, that we talk about it. You have other friends that you talk about this with that, that are in, in alignment with you and that you love. And so I think it really matters that you can have one other person that you can bounce this off of and have this kind of conversation with. 
because what I think what has happened for me, having this ability to be able to talk to you about it, and we talk about things constantly, is that sometimes I'll wake up, like this morning I woke up in such a great mood, and I'm really jet-lagged a lot, and I woke up so very, very early and in such a great mood, and I think that if I were going to use one word to describe it, it was surprise. Like, let's life surprise you. Mm-hmm. I'm jet lagged. I'm tired. I've been through a lot yesterday and the day before, and I've been through a lot. But I feel energetic and I feel alive. And I feel like 2023 is new. I don't think I've felt like this for a really, really, really long time. I mean, I always wake up in a good mood and I wake up ready to go with life. But I woke up with surprise today. It was kind of a beautiful feeling of surprise. So I feel like what you just said is so true. Being in alignment with who you are, allowing the words of lucky girl or delusional or being (laughs) in alignment with who you are, trying something new, holding on to hope and faith, knowing that it's going to work out, that life is working out for me, all that, whatever, whatever, whatever we're saying today, whatever is resonating for you, go with it. Yes, I think that's the point. And here's what I've done. And this, I teach this, I teach this for years and years and years, you know, go get a dry erase marker Mm -hmm. and write it on your mirror. I have it on my mirror. I have, how does it make me feel? Because I want to always ask myself, what am I feeling right now? And then I wrote, life is working out for me. So it's that idea of the new is the new. Life is working out for me, no matter what is, what is happening. We're going to go through changes. We're going to go through the hell and come back again. But this is where the transformation happens. And I kind of think that was the surprise this morning as I feel like I'm, st- I feel like a butterfly. I feel like a caterpillar who's been in a cocoon for the past year, who has been feeling tormented and just feeling crazy. Like I'm going to lose my mind. And now I actually start to feel like the butterflies coming out of the cocoon. I think that was the surprise I was feeling this morning. Like I can feel my wings a little bit. I couldn't even feel my wings this year. I couldn't even feel like I could even glide through life, let alone fly through life. So like life is doing what it needs to do and changes are coming. And it's not that it's not going to go bad or not bad, but it's not going to be difficult again. Of course it will. But can I start to use everything that life is working out for me, whatever it's giving me, even if it's not what I want, even if it's so hard, can I use it as my vehicle for transformation? So think about the caterpillar and the butterfly. I love that you have your little wings now. I do. That's so sweet. I think what's interesting about this is that, to your point, course when you start to if you're going to join us on this fun journey of lucky girls or whatever word that is resonates with you um lucky girls lucky guys lucky person well anything whatever it is yeah like whatever yeah I love that Michelle whatever the word is it it doesn't mean that everything is just going to be perfect or that you won't have difficulty or have to show up in a difficult conversation or be faced with disappointment or have a lot of challenges because that's life, obviously. And that is like the not aligned delusional, like things will still happen. But what I noticed within myself is something came up yesterday and it's about an ongoing difficult situation and some new information came to light. And 
my old self would have been ruminating about like what I did wrong and what I need to do and how I need to fix it. And just, I shouldn't have done that, or I shouldn't have done this, or I wish I hadn't said this, or I wish, or just, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I did everything wrong when that's not the truth. I might've hurt someone, but it, what I didn't do anything quote unquote wrong, but old self would have ruminated in it. Lucky girl, Michelle's self of 2023 was like, in the vein of everything's working out for me, you know, what happened is what happened. I did what I did. I stand by my actions because it was what was aligned for me in that moment. And I can't control how other people take that in. And I'm not going to force people to be with me who are also committed to misunderstanding the situation as well. Beautiful. Say that again. No, seriously, because well, I think that's quote, what like, I've learned. You know, I'll have to look it up because this is paraphrasing and I'm not exactly sure who said it. So we'll put it in the show notes. But but I think Nedra Tawab uses it a lot with her boundaries book. Um, like letting go boundaries. of people who are mis- yeah. who are committed to m- misunderstanding you. And that I think is the difference for me of of just that release of like, you know, I can't fix it right now. It is what it is. I own my actions and my my place in all of it. And if this isn't okay for other people, it's not okay for them. But I don't need to change myself to make it okay for them. And that's to me like life is working out for me because I feel good about that, even though the situation sucks. Um, and that's, that's a... It's subtle, but it's a big difference for me. And I'm not in a hole ruminating about it and agonizing about it. I'm like, you know, this is the season that this situation is in. I don't know where the season is going to go or what the next chapter is going to be, but I'm living my life how it is now with the people who are in it now and I'm enjoying it. And so that's kind of a cool difference for me, what I've noticed since kind of adopting this mindset. And it's huge, Michelle. It's huge. And I think as I could tag on to that, I've been away for a week and I was with some friends that I haven't seen for, I don't know, decade or so, maybe even longer, really, really long time. And one of the things that she said to me as I was getting ready to leave, probably the last hour before I got on the plane to fly back to Florida, she said, as long as I've known you, you have your whole life, put other people first and have been taking care of other people. She said, please start taking care of yourself. Please do what is right for you because you never, you're not harming people. You're not doing bad things. You're not, and that's what I'm saying to you too, Michelle. You didn't, you didn't say anything bad. You didn't hurt anyone. And I think we, you and I are similar in this regard that we're always trying to make it all okay. Like, okay, what do we do? What do we say? Oh my gosh, let me go back and clarify it. So they, so they don't feel, no, people are going to, people that are, I love, I love that quote so much. I'm going to put that on my mirror today before I go to bed tonight. You know, people that are, you know, committed to misunderstanding, they're, they're never going to be in alignment or never going to see it anyone else's way, but their own, because they're committed to that. They don't want to understand. And I remember I did a whole workshop and I did a whole, I wrote a whole thing on like the greatest thing in life is trying to be open to understanding. 
I believe that in conversations and in relationships, if we can at least be open to understanding the other person, doesn't mean we agree, doesn't mean we have to change ourselves, doesn't mean any of that. But for me, understanding is everything. And that's why I love that quote so much. I have really been coming up against a lot over the past few years of, I'm not sure that some of the people that have been in my life are open to understanding or even caring to understand me or being okay with how I am and not trying to change me. So I think it was brilliant that you brought that up because I think it's really, really, really important. And my friend who said, I want you to promise me that you will start doing things that are in alignment for you and in your best interest. It is time for you to do that. And so I say that to everyone listening. If you are someone who has put other people first and not taken care of yourself or thinking that you don't deserve to be taken care of or that you're unworthy, the time is now. Because that, that is that concept of filling up your own cup so that you can help others. It's, it's not selfish if you're focusing on yourself so that you can be your best version of yourself for showing up for the rest of your life. And that's important. And the quote is, self-care is also not arguing with people who are committed to misunderstanding you. Aishat Akanabi said that. And I think I also want to say, I and you, Michelle, and anyone that's listening that this resonates with, I am not ever trying to hurt someone. I am not trying to, I guess, do harm. When I express my feelings or if I'm hurting or I'm suffering or I'm in pain or if words come out wrong or something doesn't come out right or it isn't with the intention that I want to hurt you or that I want you to feel bad. And so I think that as long as we check our intentions, as long as we understand that it is okay for us to feel the way that we feel, our feelings are valid. I had someone put a comment on, on a post that I did yesterday on Instagram about talking to our children. And she said, the greatest thing that I think that I can say to my child is that your feelings are valid. And I thought, hallelujah, yes. Feelings are valid. They're not right. They're not wrong. They're not facts. They're valid. This is how we feel. And if you're met with someone that can't handle your feelings and start to personalize them or start to negate them, or they get all worked up and they can't even be open to your feelings at all, it's a recipe for disaster, which I think is what we're talking about a little bit right now that has happened to you and I over the past you know, few months or whatever it is. And so the new, everything is the new for me in alignment with who I am in alignment for what's happening, being really, uh, understanding, but also being strong in that if I can dream it, if I believe it, I will see it because life is working for me. And it's also opening up to like, I always feel hopeful to use your word and motivated and inspired when I, when I latch on to the belief that like life is always presenting like infinite possibilities and opportunities every day. And to me, that is like this lucky girl delusional mindset of like, what, what is life going to present me today? Because life is always working for me. And it's like that excited optimist, hopeful optimism, excited optimism that for me is kind of like the embodiment of 
this shift. So that's kind of what we're marinating in, in 2023. What's up for us? <laughs> Just a little simple And I'm curious thing. what you think about it, or if you've tried this and had luck, lucky girl, lucky guy, lucky people. Um, because for me, outside of everything else, I honestly feel better mentally when talking to myself in this way. So if nothing else, if my life, which I don't believe it will, but if my, if, and we're talking, sitting here talking January of 2024 and nothing else has changed in my life, I think my home inside my brain feels better feeling this optimism. So for nothing else, mentally good to do, I believe for me, maybe for you too. But it's also very exciting to think like what what could unfold for me viewing life this way? And what could I attract viewing life this way? And what could I be open to that maybe I wasn't open to before thinking about life this way? And just like we always say that life is like our science experiment and we're the scientists in the lab of our own lives. But like this is like the ultimate experiment in life to see like, you know, test it and see what happens. So I'm excited to see what happens for us this year and for everybody else listening. What do we have to cool. lose? What do, that was, I'm like, you know, I've tried everything else. You have nothing to lose. Literally, and everything to gain. What, what, I, what do I have to lose by starting to try and think this way? So that, I, that I was love it. The, the baseline of it. I would just end with this simple idea that I think the success and the happiness and the things that we're looking for, I think really lie in whatever life is presenting with us in every moment. It's kind of a version of what we say all the time, live, live the moment. So whatever life is put in front of you, whatever you encounter in that day, put your whole heart into it, put your belief into it, that this is here for me and that life is working out for me. And what is it asking for me in this moment? And do it, do it with really a lot of certainty and a lot of power. And that whole idea that life is working out for me. You know, you can't change what comes your way, but you can change your, you know, your attitude and your behaviors toward it. And I would just like to say for everyone out there listening that we love you so much and so grateful that you are here and that you've been through this roller coaster with us for this whole year. And I think <laughs> it's gotten really deep in the past few months for sure. But I would like to just end with this, that please try to tap into your strength and your power and your goodness and your deep knowing and don't be afraid to try something different. Try something new. I love it. Thanks for that. I love you, sweetie. Love you. And we love you all. And yeah, let us know what you think about this. This is a community group effort. So join us if you'd like. And as always, please reach out along the way. Thanks for that conversation. It was fun. Thank you all for listening and being a part of this community and always showing up for this community and just being so wonderful. We are so grateful for all of you and it really is what makes this podcast world so special. If you'd like to continue to stay in touch with us, which we hope you do, please make sure that you're following us on social media at Peaceful Barb, at Barb Knows Best Pod and at Michelle Maros. 
as you know, that's the best way to reach out, have questions, comments, concerns, and future podcast topics. Again, as always, if you are loving the podcast, please make sure you are liked and subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you can stay up to date with all of the newest episodes and share the podcast with a friend. If you know someone who hasn't quite listened to Barb Knows Best yet and you're loving it, the best thing you can do is to pass it along. Lastly, if you haven't yet, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes and Spotify and to leave a review because that's also so, so, so helpful for us. Thank you so much again. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll chat with you soon because as we know, Barb knows best.